Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn on your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Do we want to get right? Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Rock Out Loud, the rockin'est podcast on the internet. My name is Steve Gloss, and so glad to be along with you on the, uh, uh, it's, what is the opposite of Eve, the day after Star Wars Day, or the unofficial Star Wars Day, May the 4th, be with you. We're actually recording this on Revenge of the 5th, and uh, excited to be doing so, as we're going to be going to space in this episode of Rock Out Loud. We're talking music inspired by all about the, the last, the final frontier. That's the word I was looking for. And all the other puns and, and tropish slogans that can be used on this show by me will most likely be used. And I'm, I think it's going to be a bit of a journey. I do think we're going to at least go around Pluto and back because I don't know how the co-host of this show feels... But I know I feel like Pluto is still a planet. Let's ask her and bring her in right now. Ladies and gentlemen, she's the rockinest chick in the land up on the East Coast. It's Kristen in Jersey. What's going on, Kristen? What's up, Major Tom? And yes, Team Pluto all the way. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm glad. I, I just feel like that that got taken away from us uh, so many years ago. And I know, look, I know it's a moot point now at this, at this occasion. It's a moot point. Um, but I, I feel like that no one got a say in that. No one got to vote on that. Right. All of a sudden it was just like, Hey, guess what? Pluto, not a thing anymore. We don't know her. Like, excuse you. Yeah. Just completely, completely just said, screw you guys. We're doing away with Pluto. I think it's bullying to be quite honest, just because, you know, Pluto's like the smallest one, like, ugh. leave it alone. I think it's worse than bullying. I think it's discrimination. I think it's size discrimination. So, <laughs> I think we need to draw something up, draw some papers, get a lawyer involved. I, I don't know. I'm surprised that no one has, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's, we call it Pluto versus the people of the astronomy sector of the world. I don't, I don't know. Pluto <laughs> versus astronomy, Your Honor. This is, um, this is where we're at. Get Neil deGrasse Tyson up in there, you know, with his smug self talking about. I think I'm the only person in the world who doesn't really care for Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't have an opinion about him. I just know that he, I think he was on an Avenged Sevenfold record, I think. He probably was. He's like the celebrity scientist and he revels in that. Mm. You know, this is the guy who's like, I was watching Titanic and noticed the stars were not in the right place. <laughs> and I'm just like, so that makes you the pop culture scientist now, huh, buddy? <laughs> he just, he always has a bit of an attitude when he's on anything. And I'm, I just kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't care for the guy. It's uh, like, does that truly ruin it for you? Did that ruin Titanic? For right. You? You're like, those stars though. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and to James Cameron's credit, you know, after, 
After George Lucas opened the floodgates of, you know, tinkering with your own work back in the late 90s, James Cameron's like, well, I can go fix this, no problem, and uh, and put the stars in the right spot. So uh, we're going to get in all that. We've got some email, though, that I'm pretty excited about, Kristen. We do. Yeah. First of all, our, our friend Stephen Howard has uh, has um, <clears throat> chimed in and, uh, about our last episode with some upbeat songs during this time of... Uh, pandemically quarantining. What is the story in Jersey? Are they letting you guys loose? Are they freeing you guys at all? Oh, no. We have like uh, over like 150,000 cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. But let me tell you something. It was beautiful this weekend. And um, the the shore traffic here looked like Memorial Day weekend. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so we we drive down the street. We see all the people that have New York plates, Connecticut plates, Maryland plates. We all know that you're bringing your sickness here. It needs it <laughs> needs to end. <laughs> well, sunshine kills it. Mm-hmm. So you know, get out in the sun, enjoy yourself. Um, <laughs> well, then England and Scotland are totally screwed. Oh, yeah, they're so yeah, it's I'm over. Never for going them. over there right. again. Apparently, it's, it's over for their kind. Um, <laughs> well, in Georgia, they've started to slowly open back up. You know things and. We've gotten a bad rap over it because, um, you know, people just want to, don't want to mind their own business. But um, but it's very stringent, like what you're able to do if you're opening back up your restaurant or your hair place or whatever. Like, it's very, very, very stringent. So much so that there are a lot of people who didn't open because they're like, well, we just, our restaurant's too small to abide by this. You know, we can't do what they need, what they're asking us to do. So we're just going to continue curbside service or what have you. So, um, I don't blame them. Well, and it ha- and there hasn't been any, you know, uh, of course, we'll know in two weeks, you know, or at this point, I guess a week now, we'll know if there's an uptick in, in our cases around here, or it may just be like it was. So, um, but the point is this, is the one place it is safe is where no one can hear you scream, and that is in the sky. Uh, but we did our upbeat songs um, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and Stephen checks in and he says, um, he's two twofold here, upbeat songs, and they're from newer bands you may have never heard before. So you know what that means? Google. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, I guess YouTube. For music, YouTube is kind of the Google, right, right? Right, but he also has included links to them on the YouTube. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah, so that means that we're about to judge the music that you like, Stephen. So <laughs> just prepare yourself because... <laughs> This hasn't worked out well in the past. No, it really hasn't. It really hasn't. It's so funny. People are like, oh, you'll love this song. No, we don't. Um, So this first first one is called The Black Mood, The Black Moods. And um, this says, the song he linked us to is called Torn Up Dress, but the title he gave was Right Now Anywhere. So it's a mystery. It's a mystery to me. So here we go. I guess I should have known now. I can read it on your face. That you're gonna burn it all down. Now no one here is safe. Just 
Um, well, Chris, what do you think? That was a tasty little lick there. It was a tasty little lick, but did it remind <laughs> you of anything? It Okay, I can't put my finger on it, but it does remind me of something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, who does it remind me of? I'll, I'll think of it. Are you really, you really can't put your finger on it? No, who? Who let should me, it remind well, me of? Well, I want to see, let me see if I have this here and just, and just play <laughs> it and see if it, see if we're on the same page right now. Is it Miles Kennedy? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Miles Kennedy at all, in fact. Um, Is it Dirty Honey? <laughs> no, it's not Dirty Honey. Um, here we go. Well, come on now. Is it hard to handle? Break me down. You got a lovely face. We're going to your place. And now you got your freak me. I got a little buck cherry from him. It is, and you know what, Steve? Let's let's talk about songs I never thought you'd be pulling out on this show. That one. Well, you notice I didn't go too far. I, I just. <laughs> but no, now that you say that, like, yeah, it has that that yeah. like guitar has that vibe. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, a little bit cleaner than Josh Todd is, right? But right. Yeah. like overall, like. Good, all right, like good first selection we're bringing to the table. That's right, that's um, right. But I'm interested. I have not panned it yet. I don't know about Steve. <laughs> oh no! I listen. I liked it. Um, I <laughs> I really like the little tasty lick, like you talk about. Like the minute, listen. You know me. When you come in with a good guitar lick, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll give you a chance. Like yeah, immediately, I'm, I'm like, what the hell is this? And you're like, I'm in. I mean, <laughs> exactly. It's like <laughs> that's some good stuff. And then they've got the. It, it went into a really cool chords, and he does have. His, he, he does have cleaner vocals uh, there, but he has that same tone, kind of in that same range. Yeah, um, for sure. I want to find out, though, because it does seem to be two different, the Black Moods, because he actually gave us a different title than what that video link was to. Hmm. Right now, Maybe anywhere. he was watching a playlist and linked his latest one that he watched and but not that one that he was possibly. supposed to send us. All right, well this is right now anywhere. This is the one he um he he actually meant to send. So let's give this a let's give this a shot. Well, he likes that person. Now that song reminded me of Seether. That sounded like the remedy. Okay, is that what I was? Because it also sounded like something to me, but I didn't know. I Especially the chorus, it. like man, the man and man and man. Yes, yes. Is that the? Is that what it is? Is that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Now I just want to jam to see there for a minute. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're right. 
So see, the, you got the first one. I got the second one. See, man. we're a great like pub quiz. Team. Well, see, I was sitting there saying this reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger. On it. <laughs> um, but hey, that's a cool little group they've got. I mean, I don't know anything about them. Uh, he says he saw them last year in concert, and they're a great live band. Um, but uh, but yeah, they, they definitely have a. Have, you definitely can see their influences. Yep. From the songs that they're almost ripping off. Oh, wait, never mind. Be nice, Steve. Um, <laughs> the Wanton Bishops is the second one he gives. It's a two-man rock band from Lebanon. Wow. Oh. Um, I Can't Dance is the name of the song. Well, I don't dance what for you. I can bring out a <laughs> That tickled my funny bone for some reason. I'm telling you. That <laughs> I wasn't expecting that voice to come out. And I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's up, John. I just like... <laughs> I want to you know it. what he kind of sounds like? He kind of sounds like a little bit. He's a little bit deeper. He sounds kind of like the singer of a band, The Record Company. Or The Wrecking Company? The Record Company. I don't I don't know that band. I just They have like they have like one song that was like super popular this past summer. I just know that I love the the feel of um of well not the feel but the the pronunciation of exception. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Well I don't dance but for you I can make an exception. <laughs> well <laughs> you just like cutting out like right after exception like ba- like that that got me <laughs> that was the best part and then finally speaking of uh were you talking about the record company a moment ago, a moment ago yeah yeah well this is the record company life to fix is his That's third song. all right well here we go <laughs> wonder where you heard it like it so far but for you, I can make an exception. Wait, different song. I got this life to fix. Threw it all out in a ditch. Broken down when I was sick. Gotta build it back up brick by brick. I got this life to fix. Threw it all out in a ditch. Broken down when I was sick. Gotta build it back up brick by brick. sounds like it'd be on a commercial somewhere yeah it's very um it's very like new like alt rock like it sounds yes. like it's on a lot yeah. of alternative stations up here yes yes yeah um <clears throat> it's it's definitely got that feel like that driving bass drum and kind of almost a almost a bluesy choir kind of thing going on yeah so. a little bit of southern action yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So thanks, Stephen. I tell you, I do like, I'm going to have to check out more of the Black Moods for sure um, and see who else they are in, in, uh, who else they are inspired by. Um, so far, we've got Buck Cherry and Seether. Steve, be nice. No, I'm, I'm serious. I I do like that little, that first groove that we played by them. That guitar lick is good stuff. Yeah. I'll, play, I'll play it again. I don't mind. I guess I should have known. Lay him down. All right. Um. <laughs> you got to learn to fail. And also, we heard from someone else this past week or past couple of weeks. Um, from a group called the Yard of Blondes. Yeah, we did. Um, they discovered the podcast while staying at home in this time of quarantine, and they say they love it. So, thank you guys. Do, do you think your our music would be a good fit to be played during your show or to get interviewed? Listen, we'll do anything. Um, we're we're open for whatever. Oh uh, yeah. So, especially when your music is actually good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so we actually uh. Uh, have checked out some of their stuff here and they have a few videos on YouTube. It's Yard, Y-A-R-D, of Blondes. Um, and uh, they've got a single called You and I and I. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one that was out there? There um, was Murderology, Murderology and yeah. there is Lowland. Lowland is, I think, the newest one that they've just released. I think it's like a month old. Yeah. Is this the one where they're at Disney? Yeah, that's the one where they're at Disney. Yeah. World. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like their videos, they have a very, to me, I, maybe this is when we were talking off air, I'm like, they feel 90s, but I think maybe it's more the videos I was watching that feel 90s than anything. Maybe like the one in Disney, like it reminds me, it gives me like Blink-182 vibes, not mm-hmm. in so much like a hijinks way. Like Blink-182 was like very like, you know, what kind of antics are we doing? Mm-hmm. But it gave me like that kind of vibe, which is good because I love that. Yeah. Um. So what should we what should we play here? Which one? I mean, do? I really dug Lowland and Murderology. OK, well, here's a little Lowland for you. Let me start over so we get the full thing. I got a one way to get going back to Lowland. Keep me awake before I fall into the quicksand.
so yeah, you know, now that I'm listening more to it, I, I take it back. Everything I said about them sounding nineties. I, I really <laughs> was. You said that I was like, I don't know where you got that, but okay. It was the video. The video really had that nineties kind of feel to it to me, like <laughs> like rock videos in the nineties used to do. And I think what it is is it's the off-puttingness of just the random, um, uh, 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 candid shots of different people doing things like there's the one where the little boy is just you can tell little boy's tired but he got his cool sword from the pirates of the caribbean ride and he's just kind of stabbing downward but he's like i don't have time to imagine i'm playing right now you know he's just kind of bored he's either waiting bored or tired one but he's he's got that sword and then there's like um there's the there's the shots of people like taking pictures of their pictures from when they were on the ride or what have you so yeah it's just stuff like that i'm like this is a commentary on society that I'm not comfortable with, just the way they did it in the '90s, with the little dancing girl in the bee costume. Who did that? What what song? What? what was no that? rain by Blind Melon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me feel uncomfortable as well. As oh did God. the as did the 1979 um, video where they're rolling down the hill in the tire. I definitely. I don't think I've ever even heard a 1979. Yeah, song. jump down 19 from um. Oh, from Smashing Smashing Pumpkins? Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I was thinking about the 1975. No. And that what? The, yeah, you would you would definitely never bring up 1975. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh God, Steve, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, check them out. It's yard, it's yard of blondes and, uh, we're going to reach out to them, try to have them on the show at some point. Um, <clears throat> let's do murderology too. Who, who, yeah. And who sent, who sent this in? Uh, they did the yard of no, blondes. No, oh, but Fanny, Fanny, Fanny the, bass- the bassist. Yeah. What's up, Fanny? What's up, Fanny? Fanny, I have a, uh, I have a joke in my stand-up set at Christmas I do about your name. So... That, probably not. If we want them on the show, Steve, probably not the thing to say. Yeah, don't burn bridges, huh? <laughs> so edit that out. <laughs> edit. Well, you know that's not going to happen. You know that's not going to happen. I mean, no. I mean, no harm or disrespect. I'm just saying. Uh, they have. They do have a YouTube channel. You can find them. Yard of Blondes. If you want to check out all their stuff. Uh, this is Murderology.
What a video, huh? I know, right? I kind of like, I mean, you know me. I, li I like darker stuff, so. Yeah, it's very dark. I'm very scared of these. I'm scared of these people so much. Oh, my God. See, that song, like, now, like, listening to it again, because mm -hmm. I listened to it, I listened to it, like, about, like, three times last weekend. Listening to this now, like, that is definitely 90s. It has, like, that grungy, raw, sludgy kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it is, uh. It, it does like it's got that's what that's what I'm saying I, th I think it is I think grungy is the right word and it and it does have I guess maybe that's kind of the stuff that gives me that 90s feeling but bit. like good grungy because I mean we're obviously I mean we make kind of no bones about it on this show that we are not grunge fans right but we still like that yes right so kudos indeed to, for taking an influence and you know not I mean, not leaning too heavy into it. Yeah, like we heard a little bit ago, which is fine. There's a place for that, but kudos yeah. for uh, kind of making it more modern. That's awesome. Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's get into this. Yesterday was May the fourth, and um, and and we were talking last week about doing uh, doing something this week, and you were just kind of commenting of just how many songs there are about space. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and. Um, I was like, well, yeah, that'd be a good topic to do since Monday is May the 4th. You know, may the 4th be with you. And it's the unofficial Star Wars Day. And um, <clears throat> unbeknownst to me, I went down a very weird rabbit hole of <laughs> space songs. Um, because I wanted to not... I wanted to do what you do all the time. I wanted to bring the strange and the weird or the or the off the beaten path or not that... You know, I wanted to bring some of the B-side stuff in here. Yeah, um, get ready, everyone. Me and Steve are flipping hats tonight. And so, well, I mean, I'm not really. Come on. There, I've got that one. Um, <laughs> that I can't wait. But, <laughs> can't wait for. <laughs> but, um, but like you also, when I was telling you that, it was so funny because you're like, but that's our dynamic, you know? You bring the stuff people are comfortable with, and I... <laughs> Read the actual thing. Yeah, read let me, it. I'm, read trying to, I'm, I'm pulling it back up here. Um <laughs> So I said, uh, I said, I, I said, I stayed away from Bowie and Elton John. And you were like, did you? I have a Bowie song. And I said, well, I knew you'd go Bowie. So I didn't. And then you sent me your list of songs here. And, um, and I said, well, I have something by CCR and I may go with sticks, but that also seems too obvious. And you said, Hey, even if it's obvious, who cares? That's why our show works. I go slightly off the wall you go with stuff non-psychos know. And then, <laughs> look, one of your picks is 39. Yep. <laughs> and you're saying, I'm trying to pick between Brian May 39 and Freddie 39. Normal people don't say crap like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I literally spent like three days being like, okay, I know it's Brian's song. I know it's a Brian song, but the version with Freddie is so good. Yeah, I mean, this is the stuff I lose sleep at night over, people. It's bad. Well, and what I like to do whenever we have a topic like this, songs about space or songs about fill in the blank or songs dealing, you know, I like to do a good Google search and just kind of see what lists come up. I, I'm a judger of playlists. <laughs> I like to judge playlists. I've actually been doing that some on the Big Honkin' Show with some random playlists that amazon music will give me and that sort of thing and so Ooh. and i've even encouraged people to send in their playlist to big honking show at gmail.com to let me judge them um and because as you've seen when i start being judgy it never it it either it goes really well or it's not very kind at all 
<laughs> and so, so I found this, uh, this article at smoothradio.com, um, 97108. Uh, it, uh, I guess this is a radio station. And uh, or a series of radio stations, and this is from last year uh, at the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 landing. Okay. And this is the seven greatest songs about space. For, for, greatest. For, okay. For, right. Right. That's the key. Right there. Greatest. <laughs> I, you need to keep that in mind. This isn't just like, hey, seven songs we like that are about space. This is the claim from Smooth Radio. Smooth Radio. <laughs> Turn it up and rip the knot. No, that doesn't work for that. <laughs> um, so they, they've stepped out. And they're like, here are the greatest ones from Smooth Radio, of all people. The first being um, <clears throat> Space Oddity, mm-hmm. you know, which, you, which has to be in there. And, um, and they actually put a video, a cool video of astronaut Chris Hatfield recording his version of Space Oddity in space. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, so that's pretty neat. Rocket Man, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then it gets, then suddenly we're off the rails <laughs> for two different, for two of them. Maybe not. I don't, for at least one of them, we're very off the rails. But then they swing back around to number five. I'm going to come back to those two, by the way. Okay. They, they go to number five, Starman. Uh-huh. Bowie. So two Bowie in mm-hmm. the top five of all time. Mm-hmm. And here's one I didn't seven, really. And here's and here's one I didn't really know. Sarah Brightman. Um, What's the name of the song? I lost my heart to a starship trooper. Oh yeah, I don't know it. Right. So uh, and then Stu Stevens. Don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. I'm from <laughs> outer space. He's a British country singer, apparently. Oh okay. Yeah. So let, let's uh, let's let's come back to these other two in the middle. Chris DeBerg. Do you know who that is? No. Me either. Okay. Um, and this one is, this one's called A Spaceman Came Traveling. All right, great. Um, but then this is the one that sent me down a rabbit hole. The song is called Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. And it's a song originally by a group named Klaatu in 1968. Okay. Now, so before the moon landing. Yes. Now, Klaatu is a psychedelic band, is how they're listed. Here's okay. a, let, let's just give you a little bit of it. And while and while this is coming up, I'll tell you the name Klaatu actually comes from the day the Earth stood still, that sci-fi movie from back in the fifties. And um, the alien said Klaatu Nikdo Barada, and and so that's where Klaatu comes from. Later on, George Lucas would name three. Aliens in Return of the Jedi, Klaatu, a Nikto, and a Barada. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So apparently we're walking through something. Let's move ahead. I mean, this is horrible. Calling occupants of interplanetary craft. I mean, obviously, they were doing the LSD. Yeah, they are definitely feeling their Sgt. Pepper's realness there. Yeah, yeah. But the version that Smooth Radio put out there is one that was covered by... It's a cover of that song. Now, why would anyone ever do a cover of Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft? I do not know. People like to be the smartest person in the room, Steve. People like to be. Um, <laughs> but it at it. Smartest person in the room. Um 
But it, of all of all people to cover this song, the Carpenters covered this song. Of superstar fame. Of superstar fame, yeah. Uh, the Carpenters of Tommy Boy fame. Yes. <laughs> and this is literally how the song starts out. All right, you're listening to All Hit Radio, and it's 53 degrees at 13 minutes past the hour. And right now in our All Request line, I've got Mike Ledgerwood on the phone. Hey, babe, what would you like to hear? Hey, babe, I'm sorry. I can't hear you too well. You're going to have to speak a little closer into the phone. Okay, babe, what would you like to hear again? We are observing your Earth. Hey, Mike, I'm sorry, babe, but that's not on our playlist. And by the way, you sound great over the phone. Anyway, if you give us your request, we'll be glad to play it for you, babe. So let's hear it. We are observing your Earth. Oh, uh, listen, Mike, I'm sorry, babe, but we can't... And we'd like to make... I'm sorry, Mike, we... There's... A contact uh, with you... Baby. Baby. This is literally my nightmare. You mind, you have capacities, you know. And there comes Karen. <laughs> I mean, it's very weird. I mean, like that this was is, a journey. Yeah, it's so such a weird situation here, and I, and so that sent me down this thing of like, are there no good songs about space that aren't Elton John or, you know, David Bowie? There are. There are. There are. And so we're going to try to get into those on this episode. But listen, I would encourage everyone, take a take a little trip down to the interplanetary calling occupants of interplanetary spacecraft. Also, before we move on, um, we just want to go back to playlists really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. that I realized uh, very recently has 800 followers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's called England Rocks, and it's all British or heavily British-influenced bands. Shut up. Yeah. And you have 800 followers. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) My jaw dropped. Wow. I've never had 800 followers in anything, but I digress. I just wanted to add that because it's crazy. And if you're on Spotify, go look up England Rocks. It's my playlist. Give it a follow if you like British music. All right. Um, So... To get into all this stuff here, also by the way, I'm now I'm finding okay. I I need to stop. I'm finding several things out that I'm not comfortable with right now. <laughs> I was looking for one thing and it gave me something else, but anyhow, um, it, it gave me something else. The computer gave me something else. So we songs about space. Songs about space. Let me get over to the right playlist here. Speaking of judging Some playlists. Some people call me the space cowboy. Well, let's just go right now with that, all right? Let's talk about something real quick. I'm digging around, and I see this song Space Cowboy by the Steve Miller Band. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, um, I, I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, I didn't think that was called Space Cowboy. Really? Right. What do you think it was called, Maurice? I, I thought it was called The Joker. Oh. And it is called... Oh, wait. It's not called The Joker? It is called The Joker. It is called The Joker. Okay. Right. I was like, yo, that's some Berenstein effect, right, Mandela right. effect but stuff. Here, well, here's where I got confused. There is a song by Steve Miller Band called Space Cowboy. Oh. There's also a song by Steve Miller Band called Gangster of Love. Oh, that's just ludicrous. Which some people call him one and some people call him the other, as you recall, from uh-huh. The Joker. <laughs> but apparently he's neither. Apparently, Does he have a song called Maurice? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Weak, wow. 
I don't think so. Um, but I was really surprised to find out there's a Space Cowboy song. And this is it. He even says gangster of love there. Do I say it? That's just awful. Why would he do that? I, I don't, I wonder if these, I mean, I'm trying to do the research to find out when this song came out, you know, and, and like if the Joker was like his whole, it, it, it was from Brave New World in 1969. And I think the Joker was from way after that. And so I think the Joker is kind of like, hey, these, some people call me this. Some people call me this. Some people call me Maurice. I want to know, hey, why do people call you Maurice? I know. It's not even close. 1973 is when the Joker was released. So, yeah. Um, the timelines, they don't match. Nope. <laughs> also, you know who else has a song, Space Cowboy? The Incredible, the Illustrious. Wait a minute. <laughs> do you want to guess? David Bowie? No! I don't know. NSYNC. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they do. Find it. Pull it up. Okay, well, give me just a second because I... I believe the chorus is Y, 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 yippee ki Because yippee yippee ki Well, I just found this. Now, you may be saying, what is this, Steve? What in the world is this? This is a song by the Steve... Did you hear that? Enter Maurice by the I Steve Miller Maurice. Band. Enter Maurice by the Steve Miller Band. God. I mean, come on. Is it really called Space Cowboy by the NSYNC? Yeah. <laughs> Off the uh, their second album, No Strings Attached. And we welcome back our boy band fan, Kristen... <laughs> So wanted to take a space ride with the cowboy, as did my wife, who just texted in here because she's listening. She says, I remember that NSYNC song. Right? It was a jam, I'm telling you. Well, yeah. That's NSYNC. Not... I was saying to Jess in the chat, NSYNC was my boy band. I mean, it was Hanson first mm -hmm. and then NSYNC. Um, which looking back, I don't know what I was thinking because Backstreet Boys are just infinitely better than NSYNC was. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that you think so? Uh, 100%. You compare Backstreet Boys and their songs, their lyrics, their harmonies to NSYNC. Oh, my videos to NSYNC. Not even, 
they're not even the same stratosphere, okay? <laughs> well, now, apparently, there's also this country singer named Casey Musgraves who has a song uh-huh. called Space Cowboy. See, th- this is just a title that people just use, apparently. <laughs> I just want to know if someone's covering somebody. While I look at you Mm-mm. I've had enough of this. <laughs> this is not a country show. This is not country out loud. That's what I had to tell my wife while What do boots have to do with anything, Space? Come on, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> well, look, if we're going to play NSYNC, then I need to play this um, this particular uh, song that I wasn't going to bring to Rock Out Loud because it's not really rock and roll. Get up, it's oh, my God! Now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Space jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. All right. That's right, everybody. Space Jam. I almost brought it, but then I said, no, you know what? This isn't, this isn't the show for that. But you should wave your hands in the air if you feel fine. That's <laughs> They're going to bring it into overtime. You Welcome know, to the Space you, Jam. It's, and that is a, that's a rule to live by, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you really should wave your hands in the air if you feel fine. You know, honestly, this whole Michael Jordan thing, this like documentary is out. I haven't watched a single episode, um, but I asked my dad, I was like, do they cover Space Jam? Because if you were to ask child me, hey, who's Michael Jordan? I'd say that guy from Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> that is how young I am. Well, and well, look, not, I'm not really young. I'm kind of old at this point. And, and I just want to ask this because I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about modern day NBA. Has LeBron done a done a um, movie with the Looney Tunes? No, but he's supposed to. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's supposed to do a sequel to Space Jam. Oh my gosh! Why don't why can't people just let it go? I know. I mean, I'm just you know every day. I'm, I just thank you know whatever non celestial deity you believe in. Thank them every day that there has not been a Labyrinth reboot, remake, sequel. We don't need it. You'll never touch David Bowie's fabulousness. Well, look, Haley Glosson is 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 on board with you with the Backstreet situation. So, dude, they're like they're incredible. Oh my God, we're back again. Um, Let me tell you something. When concerts come back, Backstreet Boys comes back around. Oh, me and Andrea are going. We're getting drunk. <laughs> I don't condone it. If you're over twenty one, yay, good for you. Uh, don't we're gonna do that. It. We're gonna dance our tushes off, and we're gonna have a great time at Backstreet Boys. All right. I also like, um, by the way, the idea of, like, you're like, let me tell you something. Like, you went full-on wrestling mode just then. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mean, Steve, I did meet Kane back in the day. I I know. That was awesome. That's hilarious. Also, by the way, um, I have a question. I'm taking a new poll. You've heard of the Murder Hornet. Uh Uh-huh. Murder Hornet. uh, 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 A metal band name or or a wrestler name? Oh, I think it's a better wrestler name than a band name. Mm, okay. This is Murder Hornet. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello, Cleveland. Or, and then making his way to the ring. <laughs> I guess Murder Hornet would have to be a cruiserweight, would have to be a tiny guy. You know, anyhow. All right, let's get into our picks. You, you actually, I'm just going to go in order okay. of your list here. And we'll ease them in. Right. Well, are we? Because you literally, you literally came out of the gate hardcore with something that just absolutely gave me whiplash. I did a double take so fast. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love it so much. Savage, like, 
one of my favorite 90s songs ever. <laughs> Savage Garden to the Moon and Back. Yep. And of course, it's got to start out like this. Like so many 90s things did. Yes. And for the second show in a row, we're referencing Savage Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the long running inside joke. <laughs> like everyone, yeah. Why in the world would anyone reference Savage Garden on every episode of their podcast? But we, but we're the ones who'll do it. Hell yeah! She's taking time making up the reasons to justify all the hurt inside. Guess she knows from the smiles and the. Why she shies away from human affection But somewhere in a private place She packs back for outer space And now she's waiting for the right kind of pilot to come Was this the first track on the album? I think it was. I think it was this. I think I Want You was track two. I, I see, yeah, I seem to remember this being the first track on this album. I did have this album back in the late 90s. I don't anymore, to be fair. Um, I don't either. But, but uh, I did have it. I bought it for I Want You, and then when I put it in, because I, I opened it up, put it in the CD player on the way home, didn't even look at the back. When the first song came on, I was like, oh, what's this? I want to hear the other one. And... <laughs> I've since grown to love this song, obviously. Right. Well, I um, I, I just, yeah, it is. It's, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now to see. It is the first track on the album. And I do remember this starting off. The, I guess that's where I remember it from. I don't know that I would remember anything else off the album, which that's for a future episode. But isn't I, Oh, that would be a good one. Um, Isn't I Want You on that record? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know what, that I'm, song. I'm, right. It, and and um, the uh, I wanna stand with. Oh, what a banger of a record! Those yeah. three songs on it. Those three songs, and it's a one-two-three punch, Kristen, right out of the gate. And then everything else is awful. And that's and I guess that's what I, I was saying. I don't remember anything else off that album outside of the singles and then this song. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> so, okay, good. But I wonder if I would if I went and listened. Now that would be a heck of an episode. Forgotten albums, albums that we had, yep. and do we remember these songs off of them? Oh, write write it in the Marvel Notebook. <laughs> because honestly, now this would mean nothing to you, but recently I found myself going down a rabbit hole of some of the um, Christian rock I used to listen to in the nineties. Okay, and, okay. Um, and there was some stuff that I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. I forgot about this. You know, like there was just so much that I like. I forgot about this group and I forgot about this record and that sort of thing. And so, um, uh, and I was like, do I remember this? Do I remember? And I was just amazed at what I did remember. Awful. I love that when you like put a record in for the first time and like, even if it's just a few years and when you hear it, it's like you're hearing it for the first time and you're like, Oh my God, why did I stop listening to this? Yep. Yep. So, well, you know, I had to have some, uh, 
some very surfacey fun cuts on on my list. That's why the show works. Yeah, and uh, and so I actually um, opted for the final countdown right out of the gate. So you know, crack your knuckles, sit back, sit back and enjoy the old uh, synthesizer solo. What are some other songs by Europe? Um, Cherokee. Oh yes, Harry, that's right. Rock the night. Okay, hold on. on, hold on. Sorry. You love <laughs> Cherokee. I don't know what the hell escaped your mind. Cherokee, we're oh. marching on the trail of tears. Yeah, but you know why I know that song? I know it from Hot Rod. So. Okay. That's true. Can I, I just say hot take. Joey Tempest. One of the babliest babes of all of the eighties bands. Is he the lead like, singer? Is he the lead singer of Europe? Yes, that's he how, is. That's how little I know about Europe. <laughs> but I do know that yes, they featured heavily on the Hot Rod soundtrack. Um, I went, I, I forgot all about that situation when when you started because they they did have Rock the Night and Time. Uh, now rock the night where they're sitting in like a diner oh so good i don't know i don't know the video i just know oh, the video is so good I, I just know that it's on the hot rod soundtrack <laughs> which is one of the greatest movies of all time um danger on the track did you mention that one i did not danger and then time has come which is their ballad song so is carrie carrie is a beautiful ballad oh yes carrie yes carrie yeah. Yes. Can't you see it in my eyes? If mm-hmm. this could be our last goodbye. Oh. Carrie. You're right. You're right. All right. I, you know what? I my 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 poor attempt at humor stands stands corrected. Um <laughs> there was a there on the hot rod when I say hot rod, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean you listen to you I think listen, I've seen it like once. Okay. But I'm saying you listen to uh to shoe enough to know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that we became. That's one of those we became obsessed with. <laughs> what was there was um there was a group that oh, gown. Have you ever heard of gown? No. They did a song, and I want to say they were the ones live, but I I really feel like they're trying to be like a Europe tribute band of some sort. 
but they they they're there at the big stunt at the end, like singing the song. Anyhow, and they'll break down on the drums there in a minute, and it'll go into the whole thing. Head honcho. Anyway. Yeah, that is very Europe. Yes, right? Exactly. And so I was wondering if they were, um, if that was just something for the, for the, uh, for the movie or what. This is not the time, Steve. This is not the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Queen, oh, you know what it was? This is, um. This says gown, and then in parentheses says Queens of the Stone Age. That's Queens of the Stone Age? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I only know, like, if you were like, Kristen, name a Queens of the Stone Age song, I would know one, but it doesn't sound anything like what you just played. Well, I'm just telling you what it says here in, in parentheses <laughs> on this thing. So um, here's a Reddit on gown, the song Head Honcho. <laughs> This proves that Josh could even write an album of hair metal and it would be great. <laughs> hair metal is great. So I know. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, back to our space. But uh, Vinyl Countdown, I mean, quintessential. It's been used in so many sports arenas nowadays. And that is the, you know, that, that, uh, that solo at the beginning is so well known and, and I doubt anyone would know we're headed for Venus. Like that's that's the thing when you get in those lyrics, it's very out there, spacey. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm so happy you picked that. We're living together. Well, of course I picked that. What else am I going to pick when it comes down to it, Kristen? Well, I know, but you were going, you were throwing me some off the wall stuff. I man, know, so. I know. Well, the rest of my off the walls, the, the off the walls coming as far as we're we're concerned about everything. This next one I'd never heard before, and honestly. Oh. I'm like, have we done something by this group before? The something corporate? Um, I feel like we have. If we haven't done something corporate, we've done one of his other bands. Okay. And this is the song is The Astronaut, but uh here he is in concert telling a very It's a weird story. No, it's not. It's strange. It's very it's too touchy feely for my taste, Kristen. Oh my god, Steve. Here we go. Play it. We'll just let him tell it. This is Andrew McMahon. This was written in the midst of making that record. It was one of the only songs that was actually written during the process of, of, of making the record, Leaving Through the Window. And we had this uh, sort of magical studio experience where we, uh, we were, you know, we were kids. I think I was 18 or 19 years old. And, uh, you know, we're, we're making records for, for a big record company. It was like, you know, the, the dream coming true kind of thing. And we're, we're working in this studio in Hollywood. Um, and next door, we got Tom Penny and the Heartbreakers recording a record over here. And uh, we're recording in a studio where I think Weezer had just left. And, uh, and uh, you know, guys like Frank Sinatra and, 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 and the Beach Boys had recorded there. And, and uh, are you laughing? <laughs> So, so no, they, there was this moment where where uh, where it sort of moved the piano out into the middle of the uh, middle of this big studio, and, and it sort of just felt like there were just these ghosts of all these amazing musicians that had passed through this room, uh, sort of traveling around in, in, in the space with me. And, and uh, this is what came out. It's called the Astronaut. So that's the story. That's a beautiful story. Is it okay? I will fight you. All right. 
You better you better hope you stay in quarantine. <laughs> Don't bring none of that Georgia opening mess to me. I'll kick your tail. song sounds familiar does it has it been in something i don't think so mm. like i don't even think it was in like a like uh like a smallville uh, it sounds like episode. it was it sounds it like is. it was it's very smallville <laughs> it sounds freaking smallville by the way oh uh, that would have been oh my god that would have been a perfect missed opportunity smallville is it is it old enough to have been in smallville oh yeah that song came out in like 2003 okay all right. Well, you know what? That's probably where I heard it somewhere around that time then. I guarantee yeah. you just just in the ether, because that, that sounds like the stuff that was in the ether around that time. Yep. Um, and it just sounds very, very familiar to me. Um, so I, here's what I hated about that clip that you said. I, the story, I was just picking on you about the story being kind of <laughs> cheesy. But what, what really bothered me is like he's like, you know, right over in the next room with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the person... Doing the doing the film's like oh my it was gosh. like oh my god oh my gosh I'm like come on <laughs> that's not look Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers amazing um, pop culture cultural not just pop culture but cultural icons we talked about it when he passed just how much music of his is in the ether in the zeitgeist you know and um, and like every time you turn around it was a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song it's a Tom Petty song but it's not worthy of that reaction. What if that was her favorite band? Okay, maybe. If he, if he said that Bruce Springsteen was in the recording studio next to him, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. I don't think it was her favorite band. <sighs> Whatever, Steve. I'm just saying. But, like, honestly, like, Andrew McMahon is, like, someone that's, like, Steve, I kind of think, I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like you'd be into, like, his main instrument's the piano. I He's, like, so super heavy songwriter like he opened for billy joel and like i almost cried mm. <laughs> because like that's just so amazing yeah. for him yeah that's awesome that's a... uh and he's honestly like out of all of the rock stars and musicians that i've met in my life he is like top three like nicest oh, most cool. kind oh, caring generous dude love 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 him he opened for joel at the garden 
Uh, did he? I know it was like I know it was baseball stadiums. I know he okay. did like two baseball stadiums wow. with them. He might have done the garden. Well, doesn't Billy Joel only do the garden now? No, in the summertime he'll go out and do shows at oh, okay. baseball stadiums. I thought yeah. he was only doing the garden these days. Well, not these days. No one's doing nothing these days. Right. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. So that does sound like it. But also, there's another thing, and I may just, I may, I may piss you off with this, and I don't mean to. Um. <laughs> All right, everybody, buckle up. <laughs> What's that song? Making you any day, walking downtown. Well, Thousand Miles? Yeah. Who sings that? Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, it sounds like they could do a duet together. Oh, I, like I could see that. They're yeah. very much in that same vein, it felt like. Uh, maybe it's just the piano playing, I don't know. Could be. But uh, but but also from around that same time. Like it's it's kind of the pop from around that same time. But anyhow. Yep, early um, 2000s. I saw a drag queen perform to that once. It was great. <laughs> hey, over in the over in the chat, um, uh, Texas Cow Patty seventy two has been throwing out some space songs. Just real quick, I thought I would give him a shout out. Didn't want him to think yes. that he was being ignored. Seventies um, funk, Parliament, uh, Mothership Connection, um, and then he mentions Peter Schilling's version of Major Tom and uh, Frank Sinatra "Fly Me to the Moon," which was on some and. Um, and then Africa Bambata and the Soul Sonic Force, Planet Rock. Which, by the way, you know me in weird names. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I gotta find out what that's about. <laughs> Planet Rock. Interest peaked. Africa Bambata. Oh, wow, this guy looks pure scary. Oh, um, really? That's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's see what we got here. Uh Is that the right thing? I don't know what this is. I definitely have heard that beat before. Yeah. So I don't know if he's sa- it's, he's probably sampling it. I don't well, know. Yeah, but- that sounds like something's being sampled. Yeah, he's this is the actual video, and it's the same. He looks very. This is from the '80s for sure. Yeah. So okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'll jam to that. That's 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 big honking show worthy. <laughs> You'll get funky. Yeah, and since we're talking funky, I just I got to hear some mothership connection too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for all that. All right. We got to move on. We got we got the we got the show to get to. But thanks Tex Pat Cal Patty. We're checking it out and I, and he knows I love some funk. And I will I will actually get down to some funk sometimes. So, if I get down, I mean I'll mind my own business and do my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we okay. at? What's next here? Your my pick. T- my pick. All right. This is Credence Clearwater Revival. And this has become a big honking show staple whenever we do UFO news. Um, oh. It, yeah. And I like Credence. I'm a Credence dude. Um, this is, Credence is in my wheelhouse of classic rock. Uh, okay. the, the Southern, you know, Cajun and all that good stuff. Uh, this is, it came out of the sky. Oh, 
Now, let me tell you what this show, The Rock Out Loud, has done to me and my brain. Okay. I hear that song open up, and and I hear it get into all the, the solo parts and everything, and 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 knowing that it's kind of a it's a statement on the culture of the times and that sort of thing because if you notice he said you know daddy said it was this hollywood came out and wanted to make a film of it and this person over here said it's a communist plot um i'm sitting here i'm like man i'd love to hear the east street band cover this oh come on now <laughs> i mean i did see john fogarty open up for the east street band one time really mm-hmm. they did they did um have you ever seen the rain mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That was a weird show. <laughs> and they did Fortunate Son, too. Oh. The together? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> that was like, that was the Vote for Change tour. So that was like the anti-Bush tour. Mm. Um, so like all these weird like political bands got together and toured and Bruce did his full set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the show started at like 4 p.m. Um yeah, it was it was nuts, but I did get to see that. I also got to see Bruce and REM do Man on the Moon together. Wow. Another space song. Well now I um it's I I know I rejected Man on the Moon because it's actually about Andy Kaufman, right? I know, but still the title. Sure, sure. Um <laughs> If you believe they put a man on the moon. Right. Well, and some people don't, but anyhow, uh <laughs> he, this is this is Bruce from circa two thousand nine. With John Fogarty doing Fortunate Son. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest singers and rock songwriters of all time. I covered his music when I was 18 in the bars. We still cover this guy's songs on our stage today. He's the Hank Williams of our generation. The great, great John Fogarty. He's plugging in. I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I would have lost my mind. And Bruce is having a blast. I've lost my mind. I'm telling you straight up. That's some good <laughs> stuff right there. Golly. Best moment of your life if you were there. You I, you think I'm kidding. You know, I'm not. I know you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm... How uh, long have I been podcasting with you? I know uh, you. I'm just saying. That would have been Awesome. Um, we had to get some Bowie in here because Bowie and space music hand in hand. Um, and, uh, and so the one you picked was, uh, life on Mars. Now you said, is there a version that I'm supposed to be playing of this or? No, you could play okay. the, you could play the normal one. All right. Okay. It was something you said in our conversation before we got recorded. And I was like, oh, I need to double check on that. But here we go. This is, uh, this is a Bowie life on Mars question mark. It's a God awful small affair. To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no And her daddy has told her to go 
But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools And they ask her to focus on sailors Fighting in the dance hall Take a look at the love man Beating up the wrong guy Oh man, wonder if you'll ever know Who's in the best-selling show Who's the life on more Oh, classic Bowie. I mean, me and Steve were saying off air that uh, we could have done each uh, an individual list of the best David Bowie space songs. The list is endless. Yes, it's an obvious pick for me, but it's incredible. And I'll tell I'll tell you why I picked ended up on this one. So, one good thing that's come out of being quarantined is. Uh, we have a lot of time to watch, you know, documentaries, movies, read books, all this good stuff. So, got a documentary for anybody that has Amazon Prime. Or, I mean, you could buy it on Amazon, too. Like, you do you. Um, but if you have an Amazon Prime membership, it is free with Prime. And it's a documentary called Beside Bowie. And it's the Mick Ronson story. Now, this documentary is absolutely incredible and if you don't know who mick ronson is he is like the most iconic guitar player that david bowie ever had um in the infamous star man top of the pops you know video he is the guy that bowie puts his arm around points to the camera they sing together in the microphone they were kindred spirits now mick ronson had never composed a song before and went into the studio and wrote the arrangement for Life on Mars. All of those strings you hear, that is all Mick Ronson. That is the first thing he's ever composed as a composer. Like, F off. Like, that's so good. It's disgusting. <laughs> Secondly, okay, this song, go watch that documentary because it's great. And you'll be like, oh, my God, he had an influence on so many songs and so many people. And, oh, my God. And it's such a tragic story. Now, my second thing is, did you know, Steve, that this song was written as a middle finger in the air to the song My Way by one Frank Sinatra? No, I did not. But I feel like I should have known that. That sounds, that sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, so at the time, Bowie was writing English lyrics for foreign songs, and he wrote a song, I forget the name of it exactly, it's like even A Fool Learns to Love, I think it's called, um, and that got rejected, and instead, the lyrics of My Way got selected and went to Frank Sinatra, so, so Bowie got so mad that he was like, I'm going to write my own My Way. 
So he he said, mm. so my my life on Mars, that's my song, okay? That's what it is. And oddly enough, if you play the two songs and you layer them and you look at how they're arranged, mm-hmm. they are essentially the same exact arrangement with the exception of at the end of my way, all the notes like increase, like they cascade. Mm-hmm. And then all of the notes in Life on Mars all descend. Wow. Yeah. That's my nerding out. <laughs> well done. That's cool. <laughs> now I kind of want to do that experiment. I wish I'd have known this oh, beforehand. there's a YouTube video about it. It's great. Do they play them simultaneously? They do, yes. Well, Kristen, allow <laughs> me to use my powers of Google Foo. It's a guy talking for a little bit, so you have to kind of like scroll. I can go and see if I can find it. Mm-hmm. But like when I found that out, I was like, that's so awesome. And I saw Bowie... Um, interviews where he talked about that um but it's funny because you watch a lot of bowie stuff he's a very spiteful person like he shaved his eyebrows off one time because he was upset with uh mark bolin mm-hmm. so, those are the things that he would do um but that's why we love him so much and why we're so sad that he's not here anymore here is one that's called paul's musical miscellany my way versus life on Mars. Let's see. There you go. Oh, he's going to talk about stuff. Ring a bell, does it? No, I don't think that's right. Anyway, all right, well, um, I'm gonna have to. Check. I'll send you the video. Yeah, off please here. do. That'll be awesome. Um, we've had a couple other things mentioned in the chat of space songs that mm-hmm. I, that I think are worth mentioning. One is "Light the Sky on Fire" by the Jefferson Starship, and this is the reason this is brought up is by our friend Shaz Bazaar, and this is the song that he and Jedi Schwa use as their outgoing song on their podcast Techno Retro Dads. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, I don't know if he knew I would catch that right off the bat or not, but I did. And then the other one is, um, it's one of my, I, I'm, it's not a favorite, but I like the way it comes in. And I get stuck on it. It's 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 almost like um, the way the dude said exception a while ago. Exception. Um, <laughs> this one by Beastie Boys. Intergalactic planetary, planetary, intergalactic, intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Beast, beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> from from hell. I could say things, but I'm staying quiet. You're not. You, you're not a Beastie Boys person. No. Of course not. Of course you're not. Um, I'm not. I don't. The only thing I know about Beastie Boys is got to fight for your right to party. Mm-hmm. And Brass Monkey. That okay. funky monkey. And then there was one song that was in the Star Trek, the newer Star Trek movies, um, where they yell and then the drums come in. And then I know Intergalactic Planetary. Inter- yeah, I, I know that part. Is the one you're talking about No Sleep Till Brooklyn? No. Oh. It is. Because that's um, another popular one. Yeah. Yeah. What is the one on the Star Trek? 
What? Well, I just went German there a little bit. What is the one on the Star Trek? <laughs> Do you tell me which one? Anyhow, here's one that came up on a list, and, and I was happy to put it in because it's so us, but I don't know if it's truly a space song or not, or if it's just the title makes people think of space. We've done this song before because we walked through hysteria on it on that episode. Of course. But you know, it's Rocket. It's Rocket. It needs to be on here. Oh, well, and I, it was inspired by the Lou Reed song Satellite of Love, which is totally a song about space. Well there you go. <laughs> well there you go. So see there. I don't feel bad then. And they mentioned Rocket Man in the song. They sure did. Yeah. Is this the song where they try to mention all the songs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Major Tom, they're all in here. Every every one of them. Yes. They're all, all there. The space peeps. <laughs> all the space themes. They even say something about Darth Vader and and uh and no they don't. That's <laughs> You would die if that was the case. <laughs> It'd be my new be favorite like, song. They get me. It'd be my new favorite song of all time. <laughs> um, let's see. Jack Flash, Rocket Man, Sergeant Pepper and the band, Ziggy, Benny and the Jets, take a rocket, we just gotta fly. Yeah. Uh Major Tom, Dizzy Lizzie, Killer Queen, Gene Genie, Johnny B, Jet Black. Yeah, that's right. Satellite of Love. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Just wanted to I I wanted to play some Def Leppard. We can never get too much Def Leppard. Mm -hmm. Also, there are DVDs coming out where they played Hysteria in the UK, top to bottom, and then their Vegas residency of like the hits. And they released a video of Paper Sun, and like I almost started crying because I love that song so much. And Euphoria is such an underrated album; it's Agreed. disgusting. Yep. And they sound so good. Like that song now with Joe's voice, like you know, a little bit of age on it, a little bit more rough works so well is I'm this it. is this the london to vegas deluxe limited it is yes wow 80 dollars pre-order right now yeah i think that's like i think that's like a big version of it though i think that's like a uber box set oh two dvd four cd i don't see anything else though i'm right. buying it what's i don't it, care what's it called def leopard london London 
to you know what we should do steve while you're you know doing your thing Mm -hmm. um we should do like a podcast about like take a band Mm -hmm. and talk about like their most like underrated record or like in the case like we love all these 80s bands right Mm -hmm. like talk about some of their records that came out in the 90s when like it was totally not cool to like those bands because a lot of them came out with some killer records in the 90s i mean you have like warrant who released dog heat dog in the 90s which is a super heavy record you have um what you call it oh my god you have def leppard doing slang and euphoria like Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. bond we doing these days Mm -hmm. there's a lot to work off there is you're right. I was thinking when you're talking about the underrated Euphoria, um, I was thinking, well, that that would be one just to have fun listening to. Hundred percent, because it's amazing doing a listen through. Yeah, I mean, Demolition Man promises, back in your face. Goodbye. <laughs> Sha la la, girl. Yeah, that's a good album. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's a it's a good album. We'll by ed- the way, we'll educate the children. Anyway, all right. Um, we're on thirty nine now. Oh. And we're yeah, gonna we we're gonna play live at Earl's Court from 1977. Yes. And this is Freddie singing or Brian? Yes. Okay, Freddie. Freddie. This has nothing to do with the next song, which is called 39. He is just a performer, isn't he? I know. He's he's incredible. <laughs> he's something else. And you were 
watching the video, weren't you? I was. I got lost in the video. <laughs> I mean, that outfit? Oh, beautiful. That outfit is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I know it's Freddie Mercury, and, and he's someone that could pull that off, but it is ridiculous. It <laughs> is absolutely. love orange and green cat suit. <laughs> mm, I, is that what it's called, a cat suit? Yes. I didn't know that was called a cat suit. <laughs> That's uh what is this about? I'm I'm really I'm not following the story, I guess, of this. Okay, so this song is about a group of space explorers, astronauts that get on this journey, which they think is only gonna be a year long, but mm-hmm. when they come back to Earth, a hundred years have gone by. So Basically, all they come back and they see that, you know, their loved ones, their families are all either dead or much older, and they are only a year older. Mm. That is what this song is okay. about. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's a Brian May song, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he is an astrophysicist. Um, there's something about, like, an Einstein theory in here or something, but, you know, I don't pretend to be smart enough to know about that. Um but yeah, like for so many years have gone, but I'm a, I'm older, but a year. Your mother's eyes from your eyes cry to me. Oh, God. What was that? That I bumped my microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you passed out. No, I'm just, I'm listening to you and, and I'm really confused where I want to go next. And, um. You have options? I do. I mean, well, it has to follow Queen, so. Well, who better to follow? Well, who better to follow Queen than Queen? I mean, it's the Flash Gordon theme for crying out loud. Flash! King of the impossible. He's a quarterback for crying out loud. <laughs> but there's also. He'll save every one of us. I mean, like, look, when you're talking about Queen, you could also go this route with Queen if you wanted to. Um, Here we are, born to be kings. We're the Now you may say, Steve, that's Highlander. That's not. Uh, that's not a space song. Until you get to Highlander two, and you find out they are indeed aliens. So, Princes of the universe. Well, yeah. Here we. I love that opening of that song, by the way. Um. Just so you know, there is a Def Leppard song that is speaking back to Def Leppard as always. Um. There is a Def Leppard song that is heavily influenced by that song called "Kings of the World." And if you pull that up, I think if you like the beginning of uh, "Princes of the Universe," you will like the beginning of "Kings of the World." What uh, What album is that off of? Mirrorball. Oh, really? Yes. 
Okay, I wonder if that is... I'm going to have to go into my iTunes to get that one, I bet. It's one of, like, the three or four non-live songs on Mirrorball. Let me see if I've... I, it's not coming up for me on my other... I've got several different things pulled up to... Uh, mm. Yeah, Def Leppard has a few songs, and they're mostly songs that are written by Rick Savage. Mm-hmm. My favorite member. Um, they have a song called Love, which is a beautiful ballad off of songs from the Sparkle Lounge. Again, super, super queen. They have like those flourishing backing vocals. Um, that is another incredible song. But this Kings of the World is like literally if you put this and Princess of the Universe together, it's perfect. I had Mirrorball and now I don't see it anywhere in my... This is... <sighs> This is disconcerting. <laughs> um, this it's uh, it's on the story so far. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that's weird. Wait, what's happening there? <laughs> that's not it. Nope. Here we go. That was animal, by the way. I do know that. Oh my gosh, that's Queen. I know. Dude, okay, I know this song, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a good song, by the way. And it is very Queen, isn't it? It is. It's so Queen. Yeah. Uh, was Undefeated on Mirrorball? Uh, yes, okay. I want to say. I think that was my, my, I think that song was my jam off of that album. I'm undefeated. I remember going to that show, um, that tour, and I was with a friend of my aunt's, and Def Leppard came out and they opened with that song and he looked at me and he says to Angie, he goes, oh, so she's one of those fans. <laughs> and Angie goes, yeah, this is like one of her favorite bands. <laughs> nice. God, always getting judged. All right. Um, we're going to, this is, I think this is the last pick here. Uh, we had For some, me. we had some fun there with Queen. I think, I think we went through my last pick too. Or did, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to be the last pick. Well, then play yours, do a W, and then end on mine. A W. Yeah. Um, okay. This morning with light in my eyes, and then realize it was still dark outside. It was a light coming down from the sky. I don't know who or why. Must be those strangers that come every night. Those saucer-shaped lights put people uptight. Leave blue-green footprints that glow in the dark. I hope they get home all right. Everybody. Hey, Mr. Spaceman, won't you please take me along? That's the birds, Mr. Spaceman. I mean, it's straight <laughs> up, it's straight up sticks before sticks was doing "Come Sail Away." 
I'll tell oh. you that right now. I love Come Sail well, Away. Well, and see, I almost did that one. Oh, yes! <laughs> I've got to be free Free to face the life that's ahead of me On board I'm the captain So climb aboard We'll search for tomorrow on every shore and I'll try oh Lord I'll try to carry on and then of course it starts to rock out later on after he gets to the second verse come oh. sail away come sail away did you watch the show Freaks and Geeks ever or no? I never did. That was okay. Seth Rogen and all those guys back in the day? Yes, but there is a scene in that show where the, you know, one of like the little nerdy kids has a crush on this girl. She's like the popular cheerleader and like they're friendly and she says to him at one point like, you know, "Oh, I owe you a dance." And so he goes to the school dance and, you know, he's in his like oversized suit and it's sticks this song that's playing <laughs> and he works up the nerve to walk up to her. And it's the whole beautiful slow part right, and everybody yeah. is, you know, slow dancing. And he asks her, he goes, hi, Sydney uh, or Cindy, can I, uh, you said I could have a dance. Can I have it now? And as soon as they get out onto the dance floor, what happens? It kicks in and they start just like normally dancing and you can tell he hates his life. <laughs> Well, I agree with Mark all in the chat. I always think of Cartman when I hear this. Oh, there you go. Also good. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> you guys. Okay. That would be a karaoke song. Like that would be a song I would do a karaoke. Oh heck yes, yes it is. You know <laughs> it is. I've listened to the the morning show. I listen to um, uh, is the, every now and again they'll play a stick song coming back from break or whatever. <laughs> and there's two guys. It's Rick who is the who's who's old number one, Mike number one, and then the co-host is Bubba. And yes, it's as southern as it sounds. Um, <laughs> But he, uh, and the reason, I mean, like they call him Bubba because he just sounds like Bubba. I mean, like that's, and this goes back 25, 26 years ago when uh, Rick was just starting out on radio and, and the dude who's Bubba, his name, his real name is Bill, would be the engineer. He was the engineer at the radio station. Okay. And Rick would have him come in and read Shakespeare on the air. Oh, and fancy. so And so he'd be like, uh, Hark, 
What light through yonder window breaks? It is the east. And Juliet is the sun. Um, but, but I mean, they just sit around and they just talk about anything. I, I love their show. But every now and then they'll play sticks. And the thing is, is Rick's now his brother, Greg, is there. And they are rock fans from way back. I mean, their dad instilled in them this love of music and everything. And, um, you know, from, from around that era of the seventies and everything and eighties music, they just absolutely love. And Greg is a walking encyclopedia of, of this era of music. Love that. And so, but when they start talking sticks, they'll be like, now, Bubba, you love sticks, don't you? He's like, oh, I love sticks. And Bubba is the pop, pop music guy from the eighties. And, and Bubba even says the, um, the, the, the 80s are the greatest decade known to man. And, and he stands by, right. And so, so, I mean, like, these are your people, whether they, no matter how hick they may seem to you. <laughs> but Bubba will be like, oh, I love sticks. Mr. Roboto and Come Say the Way. And then Greg will be like, no, nah, that's when they got terrible. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's like, y'all remember going to see them? He's like, Rick, you remember we went to see them and we were expecting Renegade and all that good stuff? And they come out talking about, uh, like it was all some kind of rock opera or something, and and it's just like it's hilarious how they <laughs> they sound like my spirit animals. They uh, it's it's funny when they get going off on music. It is a good time. It it's fun. <laughs> I enjoy listening to them. But Sticks is another one of those bands. I don't feel like I give enough because there is a lot of stuff from them that is just not well, good. Well, that, but also there's some stuff that you just know, like well, like Renegade and oh. um. And I, I, I dance coming down from the gallows. That's right. Um, and too much time on my hands. Mm-hmm. You know, blue um, collar man. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just I mean, there's just some stuff, and like I always forget about sticks when I'm thinking about what are some, what are some good songs right here. But now, of course, according to Kristen, that's why you don't think about sticks. You're looking for good songs. Um, no, they have good songs too, but. A lot of people, especially like 80 sticks, like mm-hmm. Bubba was saying. Right. You know, 80 <laughs> sticks, it's divisive. Um, I, I, it is. You're right. If you could find it, because I don't know if it's on YouTube or not. It might be. Um, one of the best VH1 behind the musics ever. Is sticks? Yep. It's incredible. Because um, critics hate sticks. Also, uh, if you like the movie Big Daddy, you already know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because uh, they only caught a bad rap because most critics are cynical. Bleep. Yes. Um, so there's that. They're fabulous. Um, yeah, they're just good. Also, if we, because let's put a pin in sticks really quick. I just want to go back to the birds. Mm hmm. Very quickly, um, because we were talking about music documentaries, or really I was earlier. Um, So on Netflix, there's a documentary called Echo in the Canyon. Yes. Yep. And that is another highly recommended documentary if you have not watched it yet. It's about all of those 60s bands that all kind of came up in the same place, hung out together, wrote together. It is a very interesting documentary. Um, That's been on my my list to watch for a while now and i just haven't sat and watched it. what's the one on amazon prime about bowie about what's beside bowie beside the mick bowie. ronson story okay like when mick ronson gets on stage and plays heroes with david bowie at the freddie mercury tribute concert like i cry and like i cried before that because it's a really it's like the best performance i've ever seen of heroes but when you watch that documentary and you know what this guy was going through and he gets up on stage and plays guitar on the song mm. that he always should have played guitar on. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tears. Mm. 
Um, before we get to your pick, which is um, T Rex. Uh huh. It's uh, Ballrooms of Mars by T Rex. There is one other <clears throat> list that I found. It's from Popular Mechanics of all places. Oh. Yeah. 17 songs about space that are cosmically great. Now, right. with popular mechanics, you know what kind of people you're dealing with. You're dealing with engineers. You're dealing with, um, you know, you're dealing with your brainiacs. And obviously their first go-to is going to be Rush. Okay. Yep. Cygnus X1 by oh, Rush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they go to Sun Ra, Space is the Place. Don't know who that is. I have no idea what that oh, is yeah. either. Um, <laughs> And, and it's a apparently it's a movie. Let's see. Let me read. I'll read real quick. Um, Alabama jazz musician musician Herman Poole Blount could have been uh, content moving in jazz circles, or could have been content rather moving in jazz circles, joining the nascent free jazz movement. Instead, he merged that with a growing obsession with space, culminating in the album, song, and movie "Space Is the Place." Jesus. In the film Sunrise, that's what I said. In the <laughs> film. Sun Ra, a figurehead in the Afrofuturist movement, finds a new planet for African Americans. Oh, that doesn't sound very PC at all. Yeah. And must fight to bring converts to their new homeworld. No small task. The music serves as the backdrop for the space arc story. This is just the tip of the iceberg of the cosmic oddity that is Sun Ra, who left behind an incomparable legacy. So that is a 21-minute short film um, oh, I'm seeing there. Harry Nielsen, Spaceman. Don't know that okay. song. Um, the Imagined Village, Empire and Love, uh, Space Girl by The Imagined Village. So I don't know what that is. Let's just go through this list, and if we can name a song, okay. we'd be like, oh, great, yeah, yeah. Rush, I got that. Right, I know Rush. Right, well, we played this one earlier, Parliament, The Mothership Connection. Okay. Um, Kellis, Mars. Kellis or Kalis? K I guess Kalis, K-E-L-I-S. Yeah, that's that. My milkshake brings all the boys to the. That's that song, or that's her. Okay, I was gonna say that's not Mars. Is not that song. That oh, song's God. called Milkshake. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> like I've been. Um, they let's see. It's easy to see Mars as a song about the breakdown of communication and relationship, but it's also about how if they can get their lives together, the couple could conquer the world and even Mars in no short order. Hmm. They might even move on to Uranus and Neptune. Let's stay away from Uranus. All right, Heart of Sunrise by Yes. Okay, I, I, I know Yes. I know I yes. Don't, know song, don't know that song. John Grant, Outer Space. No idea. It's it says it sounds like Schmaltz classic from the seventies, but it's from oh, twenty ten. Oh yeah, Schmaltz classic, right? Right. Uh, no, it's it's a Schmaltz like classic from the nineteen seventies, <laughs> uh, but it's from two thousand ten. So I don't know. Uh, Janelle Monae, Sally Ride. I've heard of Janelle Monae. I've heard of Sally Ride. <laughs> I believe she was the first female astronaut, right? Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah, look at you schooling the children. <laughs> Come on now. Including me. Yeah. Not to be confused with Ride Sally Ride from Mustang Sally. Um, 3030 by Deltron 3030. Nope. Nope, me either. Um, Under the Milky Way by The Church. Nope. Me either. Oh, here's one. Starman by David Bowie. No, I don't know that one. Okay. Major Tom by Peter Schilling. <laughs> oh, I don't know that song, no. You don't know Major Tom? No. Not by Peter Schilling. It's the unofficial sequel to Space Oddity. 
Yeah. Do I know? Maybe I've heard it and I yeah. just don't know I've heard it. Uh, Black Sabbath, Supernaut. I don't know that song, but I obviously know Black Sabbath. Of course. Um, Joe Meek. Nope. I Heard a New World. Oh, Someday Little Children from Sesame Street. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, that's where we get. That's where we end right there. Oh. Weird. What a weird list. All right, mechanics. I was just, way to go, popular mechanics. Way to really just get some weird out there for us. I, I guess I saw the Rush thing, and I'm like, well, this could be an interesting list. Boy, was I wrong. Nope. Here's T-Rex. How about that? Ballrooms of Mars. You gonna look fine dancing You gonna keep the light all on the trampoline One song by T Rex. Most people do. What song is it? Banger Gong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20th Century Boy. Jeepster. If you played Jeepster, you would probably know Jeepster. I feel like that's a challenge. Yeah, I feel like you would know it. Um, also, I would just like to point out, um, is everybody feeling the T Rex to see after listening to that? Because that is what the movement was called. There was Beatlemania, and then there was T-Rex-Tacy in the UK. In the UK, T-Rex is, like, the ultimate. Really? Yes. Sounds like Lay Down Sally. You're so sweet. You're so fine. Sounds like Lay Down Sally. Um, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like Jeepster. Um, like T-Rex is one of those bands. It's so strange because like I said, like in the UK, they were everything. Like it was called T-Rex to see. It was a whole movement. Hmm. Um, during quarantine, if you have some time, uh, I suggest you watch some or like YouTube some Mark Boland documentaries that the BBC has done on YouTube. They're actually incredible and have like amazing footage. Um, 
and literally watching these girls scream like Elvis or Paul McCartney is on stage is like so trippy. That's crazy. Yeah. Because they didn't really hit it super big in the U.S., did they? No, not at all. Because at the time, it's like, okay, man in makeup. Because, I mean, the man invented glam rock, essentially. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. So, men in makeup, whereas in the U.S., you have, you know, the hippie thing kind of happening. You have bands like The Birds. You have bands like, you know, The Beatles. Like, The Beatles obviously made it big over here. But you have, like, The Beach Boys and The Doors. And even The Doors were a little bit risque in terms of how they looked. Um but yeah, none of them were wearing makeup or glitter on their face or satin pants. Well, and- well no, you look at you look at the Beatles when they first come out. They're you know they got their little bowl haircuts. They're in their suits, you know. And it was the same way with the Rolling Stones, even. Yep, exactly. You know, um, in the early years there, with you know, just they were pretty much decked out the same way. Yep, hundred um, percent. And so, you know, far cry from what it is. And what it so I would like to point out a quote mm-hmm. from um, someone you may have heard of. I don't know. It's just it's this guy named John Lennon um, who is name checked in the song that we played, Ballrooms of Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a quote from John Lennon. In today's pop music, there are only two things that interest me, rock and roll and avant-garde poetry. Only one group today is of interest to me, Mark Bolin and T-Rex. He is the only one who has excited me, and I look forward to meet him again. His music is good rock and roll. It has a good beat, and it really swings. But it's mainly his lyrics that amaze me. Mark Bolin is the only one who could succeed the Beatles. Wow. End quote. And Ringo Starr did a whole documentary about, like, a whole documentary movie about T-Rex back in the day. Um yeah, just like a very interesting character. Again, like a very tragic character um, on my bucket list, which, you know, hopefully happens in November. Um, on my bucket list is to go to the site of his car crash. There is, because hi, I'm morbid, um, <laughs> because there's a big bust of him there with like a beautiful placard. Um flowers everywhere so you know me i like to go places where people have died and you know pay my respects um lay some flowers down so that is on the uh the bucket list for hopefully we will accomplish it in uh november and i will drag andrea who could care less to a gravesite outside of london yep <laughs> well that's fine i mean what what are you doing in london if you're not going to a gravesite I mean, I agree, right? I mean, we do, you know, it all balances out. We do stuff that, like, you know, she super wants to do, so it all works out. Um, but, I mean, who doesn't want to go to a gravesite with, like, a beautiful, like, bust of Mark, and it's all done up, and, I mean, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to Norway and see the Northern Lights, hopefully. That will be cool. I've seen the Northern Lights before. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where? I was actually in Minnesota. They weren't super brilliant, but they were there. It where down as far south as we were in Minnesota from them, it really just looked like someone took a light paintbrush to the sky of some green wow. light. It was really neat. Yeah. See, you had to go. You had to go to Minnesota. I'm freaking flying across the Atlantic Ocean. Well, you'll you'll <laughs> see them if you get to see them. You'll see them more brilliantly than I did. It it really wasn't like you know. Apparently, the further clo- the closer the poles you get, the more 
brilliant and outstanding they are. But that night, it was just a really clear night, and it was just like the perfect conditions to be able to see them. And it was just, like I said, it was very light brushing across the sky of, of some green light. But That's still amazing. It was. It was. I was blown away. I'd never seen anything like it before in my life. If you so. look at a map of Norway and you put your finger essentially all the way at the tippy top, that is where I'm planning on going in November. Hopefully, fingers crossed, everything is good to go by then. Will you um, wield your mystical hammer Mjolnir and call down the thunder? Yes. <laughs> Great. I will bring destruction of worlds if I can't go to Norway because I've already had to push my Scotland trip back twice. <laughs> Kristen will bring Ragnarok down on your heads, ladies and gentlemen. 100%. <laughs> she will unleash Surtur. Um, I was told I had to play this or they would riot. This is just the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the Guardians Inferno with David Hasselhoff. That's good. Um, <laughs> look, it's fun while the credits are rolling, but to drive around and listen to it's not really. Just think, man, we went a whole show without playing Rocket Man, a whole so- a whole show about space and didn't play Rocket Man. That's crazy. I mean, should we rectify that or no? I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well. I mean, the chorus is just so sweeping and uplifting. I get caught up in it. All right. Well. Here we go. Let's uh, let's do this then. Uh, now, come on. <laughs> it's not giving me like I'm on this one. I'm on this one thing, and it's only giving me the freaking soundtrack. Oh, and we don't want that. Nope. I want Elton. Zero hour, nine a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much, I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space on such a time. Best flight And I think it's gonna be a long, long time To touch down brings me round again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home Oh no, no, no I'm a man I need everybody Rocket man Oh, well, Kristen, it's been a blast off talking, always. talking some space music and everything. I uh, want to thank everyone for joining us. We'd love to hear from you at rockoutloudpod at gmail.com, rockoutloudpod at gmail.com. Clom? Com. Thanks, Stephen Howard, for turning me on to the black moods, except John. Um, no, that was the wanton. I'm sorry, that was the wanton bishop, except John. 
Uh, but uh, also thanks everyone for joining us live at uh, mixler.com slash goliverse. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Join us over on the Goliverse group at facebook.com. Uh, you can get there easily by going to geekoutonline.com slash groups. Uh, if you want to buy any of this music, one of the great places to do that through is Amazon Music. Use the Amazon links over at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com, and you help out the shows when you do that. If you're inclined to help the shows out uh, on a regular basis through Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash geekoutloud and do that as well. But what we're here for is just to have a good time regardless and and hope that you are all enjoying it as well. It's good to be back doing Rock Out Loud on a semi-regular basis with my good friend Kristen, and we hope that you've enjoyed the show. I know I've enjoyed doing this one. And uh, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Kristen. We'll see you next time on Rock Out Loud. Rock on, everybody. Rock on, everybody. Bye. So right at two hours, I told my wife, this won't be a long one tonight. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're, al- it's, we're always good for two hours.